Welcome to a new episode of Against the Fed. I am your host, Victor E. Cooper. Greetings. ABC News reports Amid crisis, Biden tells Americans banking system is safe. ABCnews.com is where I am reading from. Your deposits are safe, Biden said Monday. President Joe Biden spoke out Monday morning In an effort to reassure Americans there is no need for panic after federal agencies stepped in following the failures of two big banks over the weekend. Americans can rest assured that our banking system is safe. Your deposits are safe. Let me also assure you We will not stop at this. We'll do whatever is needed, Biden said from the White House. The federal government said Sunday that all depositors at Silicon Valley Bank and Signature Bank will be protected and be able to get access to their money Monday morning with the funds coming from a special fund set up by the nation's banks and from the sale of the bank's assets, not from taxpayers. No losses will be borne by the taxpayers, Biden repeated in his remarks. Because of the actions that our regulators have already taken, Every American should feel confident that their deposits will be there if and when they need them, he continued. Second, the management of these banks will be fired. If the bank is taken over by FDIC, the people running the bank should not work there anymore. Well, I will conclude right there more to discuss Rest assured, people, your money is safe. <laughs> I'm sorry. Forgive me. I find it hilarious. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's a news, news flash. You never, you never received any money, people. <laughs> Not real money. <laughs> it's called fiat. 
it's created out of thin air. So, of course, your money is safe. All we got to do is print it up and pay you with it. <laughs> who, who do these people take us for? I mean, those of us that understand this uh, Ponzi scheme, okay? <laughs> your money is safe. Oh my God, man! Of course, of course, it's safe. Yeah, the people want to get their money. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be afraid. Now, during the nineteen hundreds, early early nineteen hundreds, around nineteen twelve, nineteen thirteen, when the Fed was Federal Reserve banking system was established, those statements would have run a whole lot different. Right, give us back our gold, give us back our silver, you criminals. But we can't say that now because we are dealing with elastic currency, as the central bank refers to it. Right, money they they can print up till the cows come home. Just print up some money and give it to me, sir. Give me my money. But that's. Inflationary. That's inflationary. That expands the money supply. But in this instance, not really. To some degree, yes. So, you know, it's not. You know, it's really, in, in my view, it's, it's not going to destroy the economy no more than it is destroyed. You know. I mean, printing up a few hundred thousands of dollars and paying the people with it. It's peanuts, you know. It's peanuts. But when we're talking printing up trillions of dollars, now that's that's a that's a nice whopping heap of heap of money. Just to print up a trillion dollars and pay folks with it, that will hurt. That, that will be felt in the economy. Why? Because we have about 22 trillion, supposedly, I guess, circulating, right? Mostly digital. Another trillion or two will be felt in the economy, in my view. What did this cause? Metric a metric to determine a potential business failure is the current ratio. And I will also look at um, the debt to equity ratio as well. Current ratio is the best though, out of all metrics. Current ratio tells the real story, in my view. And you can go as far as um, just using 
the balance sheet cash total and subtract it from current liability. Subtract, excuse me, subtract current liabilities from the cash total. That even tells even a better picture. But then, you, you know, if current assets is substantially more than current liabilities, that corporation or business is in good standing. I wouldn't worry too much. I would invest in that business. So um, it, it also depends on the business, right? But uh, if current assets is quite... <laughs> Uh, less than current liabilities, take run for your life. You know, if you you know, right now I am uh, investing in you know on, in the stock market, and I, and I look at these I look at these corporations' uh, financials. You know, their income statements and the balance sheets, and. Uh, to be honest, the stock market is is really a a different different ball game, so to speak, right? Because a a business can be failing, right? I mean, it can be doing poorly, but then yet though, if the participants of this particular stock of this poorly failing Badly failing business. If the participators of that's buying and selling the stock believes in the in the corporation, then they can still make money off of each other. You know what I mean? But if they get whiffed into what those financials are saying, you better believe it. They're gonna take their money. They're gonna take that loss, whatever lost. You know, whatever money they invested, they don't mind taking a small one or two percent loss by selling those stocks. More than sales. Yes, the best metric is the current ratio. You divide the current current assets by the current uh, liabilities, and if the figure is uh, less than one, you got you know uh, it's, it's not a good standing in my opinion. It has to be one or better. You know, if your current assets is two and your current liability is one, your working capital is one, right? Two minus one is one. And uh, two divided by one is two, so that's a good figure. But if your current assets are one and your current liability is two, whether that one represents one million, one hundred thousand, one dollar, whatever. One divided by two is what? It's point five. That business is underwater. The business is underwater. And it's subject to uh, file of chapter eleven. 
Go out of the business, shut the doors, get a fire sale going on. So uh, you also want to look at uh, long term. I mean the uh, right the long term debt or the debt to equity ratio, which tells you uh, the status of long term debt over the equity. But um, I trust the current ratio in the in the working capital figures uh, I feel a whole lot safe you know dealing with those figures and you want to look at if the company is also making any revenue is there any net loss if I see too many net losses I won't I won't invest in it unless you know like I said the stock market is a different monkey I think that's me I mean my short time and dealing and, and buying and selling stocks it's like uh, I gravitated towards it you know uh, it, it, I just understood it right away because you know I have an accounting background academic not working for anybody but uh, I studied accounting in high school and college and uh, unfortunately nobody would hire me you know but I'm glad I have the knowledge. I wasn't hired not because I'm not proficient or competent. You know, we live in a world where there's something called uh, discrimination. <laughs> right? So, uh, hey, you know, I'm just, me personally, I think I'm very astute very smart not to pat myself on the back and I try to be modest about my knowledge but uh, I think I said enough about the, the metric that one should consider you really want to look at that current ratio boy and the working capital working the capital is what current assets less current liabilities if it come out positive you're in good standing and you want to see if they, uh, the net the net income or net loss of that corporation. Now, in my opinion, the, I would say a good ninety percent, ninety percent to ninety five percent of all businesses, all corporations, their debt to equity ratio, in my view, is not that great. It's not that great. I did the research. Not that great. Because we have a debt-based economy. All currency is borrowed into circulation. Net profits will not sustain the business in the long run. You got to borrow money to stay afloat. This concludes another episode of Against the Fed. I'm your host, Victor E. Cooper. <laughs>